and welcome to the Thursday edition of the Rush Hour. Your Rush Hour, the 22nd it is. Is it the 22nd? Yes. Yeah, 22nd of February, racing through another beautiful day outside and plenty of news getting around, a lot of footy news. The Australians won the T20 last night v New Zealand. Off the last ball, very exciting finish. We'll get into some of that footy news in a minute, but welcome Greg Blewett. Thanks, Bernie. Welcome Andrew Jarman. Hello, everybody. And Molly Rose on the panel. Hi, Ben. Hey, some footy news getting around. Taron Thomas sacked Jars. Sacked, gone, got his 18-game suspension yep. from the AFL, and North Melbourne have said, nah, you're out. Yep. We're not putting up with that. Mm. Thoughts? Very good. Good. Yeah, good decision by the AFL and the uh, North Melbourne Football Club. Cannot be tolerated, Bert. No, it can't. That behaviour cannot be tolerated. And they made a good example of him um, that they are not putting up with it, which is good. And no, they it's good should. for society to see no, that they too. they should. Because um, sometimes they get looked after, sometimes mm. the players, so it's good. Max Gorn says there's no culture problem mm. at the Max Melbourne A. Football Club from what he's seen, but he is the captain, so you'd think he'd see Come or hear that. a fair bit. What are our thoughts on that one? Well, he did say that there are some issues. He did. Mm. That's the first time I've heard him say that. Yep. And he said there has been in the well, past as well that, that, you know, the media has decided not to write about. But um, I think he has conceded that there is some issues. Well, your former president came out two years ago and actually mm. lit, a, lit the bomb. Yeah. There is a cultural problem here. Yep. And everyone, everyone smashed him. Yep. Glenn Bartlett smashed mm-hmm. him, got smashed and still getting smashed. Yeah. Well, I think Regarding the him, culture of the Melbourne Football Club, the players' yeah. culture. I think he might be. That was. Well, what's your thoughts? Because you're in there, you've been in there, you've been in that bubble. Yeah, I haven't been in there for six years. But you've still time. got contacts I didn't see over anything there. like that. No. no, I didn't see a culture mm. problem. Well, it was under Paul Ruse when I was there and yes. Goody the last couple of years, but I thought it was great. Mm. But obviously there's some – where there's smoke, there's fire. Oh. So there, And we've seen mm. some examples – that, um, that things aren't great no. there. So, but Maxie has come out and stuck up for All it. Right, Another Melbourne story, Angus yes. Brayshaw. Oh, and we're going to speak about this a little bit more next. But, yep. yeah, very sad that a player 27 years of age is retired because of head knocks. Now, I mean, if there's anyone that's going to retire, he's been yeah. one that's copped it, hasn't he? Wore a helmet for the last few years. Um, but has called a day today. Yeah. Sad, isn't it, Greg? Very, very sad. Um, and reading his statement, I don't think he's spoken to um, the press, but he's, there was a written statement mm. just saying he's devastated. Yep. You know, the, the game that he loves and he's a young man, still got a big, mm. I think it was five years left on five his contract, years, yep. and he's just big completely shattered. But yep. um, medical advice has mm. said to him, stop now. So that's what he's doing. I think it's gonna. there's going to be a few more like this, I reckon, mm. as well, that are going to end their careers like this. It's very sad, but it's, yep. it's the way footy's going. And, and if it's going to affect his life, and the doctors have said that, great call. Good call. Tough call, but good mm. call. Um, we're going to talk about that next. Uh, what else we got coming up on the show? We've got some guests coming on, Jars. 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 Well, you've organised one of the guests. Oh, one of my boys, Tommy yes. Redden, from the Port Norlunga Football Club because they've got their big music festival on Saturday yeah. down there, the What's second edition. Pardon? What's that called? Uh, it's nice day to go to the club, <laughs> thanks to Daybed Records. Uh, we'll have a chat to my boy, Tommy, and he's got a bit of a, well, a surprise for you two boys okay. that he wants to give to you. Ooh. Laddies. Oh, all right. Is this a ticket? Mate, well, you, well, I don't know, but he's got a little surprise for you. Okay. All right. And Scotty Ninnis is going to yes. join us as well. Oh. Officially today named head coach of the Adelaide 36ers. Shut up, Jazz. 
28 he is, Angus Brayshaw. Just gone 28 in January, we've been corrected. But uh, very sad news uh, overnight or this morning that he's uh, retired from football due to concussion. Uh, recent scan results showed microscopic changes in Brayshaw's brain after his concussion in last year's qualifying final loss uh, to Collingwood, which saw Braden Maynard um, cleared at the tribunal. Um, it was, well, it was all over the news at the time, wasn't it? So Brayshaw actually signed a six-year contract with the Demons in 2022, which would take him through to the end of 2028. So mm-hmm. that was a big deal at the time too because I actually thought he was going to leave um, with free agency, but he stayed. But just very sad news that he's had to, well, retire because of because of he's, he's had so many head knocks over the years. Yeah. I remember being at the club. Yeah. And you, you only see the ones that are when he's playing, but he just led with his head a lot. Like, very courageous player, mm. but you've got to protect yourself at some stages. And even at trainings and stuff, he'd cop him. He'd and, cop him. 2022, um, he was going to announce his retirement from playing football because of the, the, the amount of knocks he had on his mm, head. But mm. His family were concerned. I, yeah, and I think yeah. he thought, no, he got cleared to play back yeah. in 2022, got the helmet on. And then, obviously, the, the last uh, incident uh, with uh, Maynard trying to smother the footy, um, that's it, he's done. Microscopic yeah. changes yep. in the skin. Well, that's so not that's, – That's as close as you can get to – the CTE is what everyone talks about, yeah. and that can only yeah. – you can only – See that or the results of that, which is basically a level of concussions you've got over time, uh, but you can only see that after death. So uh, technology needs to get to a point where we can check this while yeah. people are... They're getting close, though. They are. They're, get, they're yeah. doing... Greg, it's they're moving getting in close. the right direction. Because there is a, there's a rugby league player that they he's being diagnosed as mm. having CTE. Yeah. Now, as you said, they, they can't officially yeah. 100% die. Platten the same? Uh, Did he say? Because he came on the maybe. show and mentioned something yeah, about he, the CTE. Yeah. Platts has got... Um, yeah. Being diagnosed with Correct. that as well. So yeah. it's they're getting to a point, but it'd, lo- it'd be great to have the technology go, right, your level of CTE mm. is this. You cannot play yeah. any Well, this is sport, what's happened, hasn't it, really? um, From now on. So, um, yeah, it's doctor's opinion, though, Jars, basically, it's isn't it? It's devastating. You'd love to have so, the numbers or the yeah, results. Yeah. So microscopic changes. I wonder whether that's then permanent. Or mm. does the brain regenerate well, over time? Like question. if he doesn't have that's a great question. If he question. doesn't have another concussion, but mm. um, it is. It sort of reminds me of the, the cricketer Will Pukowski, who's had multiple. He's in multiple. he's in double figures concussions, he's so, and he's still playing. Yeah, well, he's still young. He's twenty four. Yeah, he's even younger. Um, but it's certainly an issue now mm. in sport, isn't it? Mm. So why are they going after Maynard? Why, why the socials and some of the They'll always do that. That's just yeah. footy clubs being mm. footy supporters. You you have a look at because he didn't get suspended, he didn't get nah. reported, he didn't get charged. Uh, you have Braden a look. Maynard, have a look at going after him though. Have a look at who's actually going after him. Yeah, it'll be your footy nuffy supporters. Yeah, that, um, mm. you know, at the time was a big story, um, very big story. And the AFL did clear him, but mm. um, and we all had our. Yeah, it'd be tough for young uh, Brayshaw because obviously he's loved his sport, loved playing footy. Will Melbourne keep him on in a non-playing capacity, Ben? Maybe, yeah, that, that's a that's a um, possibility. But he he'll still get paid out for that contract, whether it's through the for AFL. The next five years, he'll get all that money. Yep, yep, and wow. potentially after mm. as well, wow. um, because he he might not be able to do what he wants to no. do after footy. So yeah. this will mean too is there's no footy, local footy, no no, no, no oh, other no. sport, no like basketball or, no or anything. Sport, so no. maybe golf, I'm thinking, but he so, loves his so golf, Burn, he does. So do Melbourne then get another pick? Because I've lost a, a player on their list. The, the list, the lists are done though. You get the but mid-season. The you get, there's a mid-season pick where they oh. might be able to get 
two players this in is there. This a big loss, 165-game player, premiership player, yeah. quality player. Quality. Third but, in the Brownlow one year. Third but, in the Brownlow. So, Burn, they'd obviously get some compensation from the uh, Maybe from you the can AFL put in a request. To get another a player. A special request because yeah. it's obviously circumstances mm. that they didn't Two weeks see out coming. from uh, round one, correct? Mm. Mm. But who oh, do you I replace do. him with as well? You've got to take him out of another team. So, <laughs> I'd like to take some calls. One triple three five three. Now, concussion in sport. It, it isn't only just football, but AFL is. It's obviously in the news at the moment. Are you worried about your kids playing football? Because I know I've got two boys who are seven and nine, and my wife has just said no. I don't want anything, no to, anything to do with our boys playing football because She's of put it all on me. Because of concussion. Purely, right. Yes, purely because of she concussion. She wouldn't be the only one either. And all of her circle of her mother friends at school are exactly the same. Right. They don't want their kids are playing. They really? Yep, they don't want this their kids big, playing AFL. Isn't it the kid's decision to play if he wants to play footy? I think when they get to a certain age, but yeah. from a, a young like all age. of my, all of Catherine's, they're all around that friends. sort of seven, That's nine, it. ten years of age. Yeah. And at the moment, they're saying, no, I don't want my kids playing AFL. That's why it's a big thing for the AFL. They all talk about these participation numbers and getting the numbers up in Queensland states and all that. Well, they're going to lose some Mm. participation numbers in the the key states like Victoria, South Australia, because I bet you that Catherine is not the only one that's pulling their kids out of contact sport because of it. So... I mean, it's it's a big you, issue. You, you've got to teach kids how to find the football and protect themselves at the contest. There's a level of that as well. That's what coaches have to do at an early mm. age, Greg. Teach these young lads. You said Brayshaw, head first, yep. bum up. Yep. And he obviously did that when he was a wee boy. Yep. You know, no, no. You teach them how to get into a contest and get out of a contest and... You know, protect their brain and protect their head, Gregory. One triple three five three. Are you worried about your kids playing football now off the back of head knocks? Mm. Concussion. We're taking your calls on whether you're happy for your kids to be playing football because uh, today Angus Brayshaw was medically retired from the game after, uh, well, we had that concussion at the end of uh, last season. He's had incidents before that as well. My personal situation is my wife isn't happy with our boys playing AFL football and a lot of her friends are tipping their kids into playing soccer instead of AFL. Soccer? Yeah. Into soccer, yeah, at a young age. Yep. So um, one triple three five three. let us know what you think. We've got Aaron from Paralawi on the phone right now. Aaron, welcome. Um, And have you had any sort of issues with concussion at all? Yeah, I I have. I... uh, I played Aussie Rules or AFL from like a young age to about probably about 17, and then about uh, 15 I took up rugby league here in South Australia, and in uh, probably the two two and a half years that I um, played rugby league, I was knocked out about seven eight times. Oh, oh wow! What? Knocked out like, completely. Yeah, knocked out, knocked out. Um, I I was a front rower, so like you know I'm the big boy that gets yep. the ball and you know runs at him, so. Um, yeah, sometimes, you know, it, it, it would happen. Um, yeah. What symptoms do you yeah. get now? Yeah. What, are you, what are the long-term effects yeah. or the effects from two and a half years ago? Uh, chronic, he- chronic headaches. Jeez. Um, you know, sometimes blurry, blurry vision. Mm. Um, you've got to wear glasses. Um, and just sometimes I get in a bit of a mood and I just snap for no reason and I don't right. know why. Jeez. So... I mean, my, my kids were playing Aussie rules, but they're now in the basketball. So, 
which is, you know, a lot better, but it still it still can happen in basketball, but yep. not a lot more. Was that driven than, by you as a parent or was it the kids that wanted to go and not play uh, football or rugby? Yeah, I didn't want to play in rugby league, no way. Yeah, nah. yep. right. There you go. Nah. Oh, great Thank call, Thanks, Thanks for the call, yeah. mate. Well done. Jeez, interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Headaches and dizzy spells yep. and blurred vision, that would be... Mood swings. Not, yeah, not good. Hey, let's go to Dave from West Beach. Now, Dave, what's your thoughts on your kids playing footy? I've got, I got three boys, guys, and they've all played... Uh, they're all in their 20s now, but they've all played footy. Uh, a couple of them played lacrosse as well, so that's the contact sport. Yep. Um, I agree with Jars 100% about they need to be taught early. Um, about how to attack the ball and how to protect themselves and also how to play. You know, my eldest was the one that's had the issue. He had to stop playing when he was 18 because he'd had too many concussions uh, early. And, um, yeah, but he needed – he was only very small – Anyway, mm, uh, yep. and he was see ball get ball, yep. and all of his coaches tried to teach him to be more of an outside player, <laughs> but but he just couldn't do it. Nah. But he did he did actually go back and play footy again for a couple of years when he was twenty five, yeah. and he took it on board and he used his speed. And he played outside, mm-hmm. so he was much better off. But he's just stopped now because he got one more concussion, and that was it. Yeah, yeah. damage was Jeez. done. Mm. At yeah. eighteen yeah. as well, those first few. Knocks. Good on you, Dave. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that, mate. Great call, Dave. Yep. Let's go to Steve from Christie's Beach. Welcome, Steve. Um, your thoughts on kids playing footy? Um, I've got no issue at all with kids playing footy. Uh, yep. Kids should should love playing footy. Um, my my question would be around the coaching. Um, I know that as a parent, I've coached my kids for about five or six different sports. And who's coaching the coaches? Um, if, you're, if we're saying teach them to, to go for the ball, protect the head, uh, tackle without uh, hurting the opposition player but still tackle fiercely, it's, it's parents and it's kids who are in junior high school and stuff who are coaching young primary school teams. Unless your kid's in a, in a Stanafel sort of club or, or one of the really good amateur clubs, they're getting coached by whomever. So yep. can we accredit coaches for footy? No, it's a great point because quite often coaches and junior coaches are whoever puts their hand There's up, whatever yeah. parent wants to do it, mm. are they getting the right advice, the yeah. kids? Um, you talk about yeah. protecting yourselves. That's yeah. a great point, Steve, no, because is, yeah, if is. you're getting coached the wrong way, it's not mm. going to help them, is it? So, But that that's a whole other conversation. Well, unfortunately, there's not – Many programs out there to assist, uh, you know, new coaches. There's there's good programs. The Sample put on some good programs. Uh, pro- get to level one, level two, yep. and your level three, but that's not enough. No, you need especially if you're a dad that uh, you know gets put on the spot and you haven't played before. He's got 35 young lads running around. Yeah. Yeah. So, some of these coaches haven't played before either. They exactly. just put their hand exactly. up because they're available. Yeah. Like no. They don't know how to teach. It's so a that's a point. very good call, Steve. Thanks well for done. that. Let's go to Jill from Shadow Park. Now, Jill, are you happy with your kids playing contact sport? Yes, I am. I'm a little bit nervous about it now, but um, I, I agree with the other callers. I think it's really important that um, our kids are being taught how to protect themselves more so than making them live in fear and not playing the sport that they love. Yep. So have your kids ever suffered any concussions or symptoms? Yes. I had my daughter who, um, she was playing footy and had a double sort of head knock and ended up in the back of an ambulance waiting to be cleared for the final with a concussion that um, took her four weeks to recover from. Yep. And then my son's had two pretty big concussions and then just recently um, threw footy and then recently fell off a ladder 
at work and had bruising on his brain, which was another concussion. Um, we sort of left it up to him um, because we sort of said you can't live in fear. There's, you know, there's, you've got to take precautions and be careful in how you play and be smart about it rather than just quitting the game that he loves and, you know, all the mental health side of it because he can't play. So, yeah, I'm very much into um, coaches should um, definitely teach kids how to protect themselves and, and play smart. Jill, those two Great concussions, point. though, with your son, were they, was that, you think, um, him having the wrong technique or was they just sort of freak incidents? Uh, probably more freak in- incidents. He could maybe, he plays a bit like Rory Sloan, to be honest. He's head first. He just sees the ball and goes and gets the ball without, you know, regardless of who's around. So, yeah, he, yeah, it's sort of the footy that he sort of plays, I guess. Um, coaches can only do what they can do, but if they're trained... Um, in a better way and a smarter way, then they can pass it on to the kids and we can get them, you know, playing good footy, smart and safely from a young age. Yep. So I'm very much a footy mum. I love it and I love watching my kids play, but I want them to be safe too, so... Yeah, it's that balancing act. Good on you, Jim. Thanks for your calls. Some great calls. Yep. Gee, some good calls. We know, Byrne and Greg, that the AFL have got a 14-day protocol for players yep. to get concussion. There is talk now going to 21 days. Well, 12 days it was, I think. 12? Was yeah, it 12. 12 anyway. But 12. there was talk it might go to 21, 21. 27 oh, or something. I'm telling you now, we're going to get closer and closer mm. to a month yep. without playing footy before mm. you get signed off to play again. Yep. If you get a head knock, yeah. I reckon four weeks you're out. Yep. And then mm. and you've got to get all cleared by one, two, three, four, whoever – yeah. specialist before you even go back on the footy yeah. field. That's no. where we're going with all this. Yep. Gee, some great calls. Great yep. call. Our next guest is a multiple NBL championship player. It is. Yes. Three points. He runs premium wine tours and has been confirmed as the Adelaide 36ers head coach. 36ers will announce Scotty Ninnis as their new coach. Thanks, Charles. Please welcome to Triple M's Rush Hour. Mr. Scott Ninnis. Oh, welcome, Scotty, the new coach of the Adelaide 36ers. Congratulations. Well done, yes. Scotty. Well done. Yes, thank you. Yes. Thank you very much. Yes, very, uh, very exciting. Still very, very raw. It only happened yesterday, and, and it took about three hours of negotiations, <laughs> which was which was awesome. Um, so yeah, very excited, very proud to uh, uh, to be in charge again. No surprises though from us. Did a brilliant job as interim coach. Um, when did you think you might have the job? Well, it's an interesting one. I, I you know, I, I didn't plan on, uh, you know, being an interim <laughs> coach yeah. this year. Just obviously, that, that's the way things uh, things panned out. And um, I, I made a bit of a pleasure to myself that I was going to enjoy the journey regardless of what happened and regardless of the result. And, uh, you know, we, we had three or four games where we were sort of still trying to find our way and then we... Yeah, we started winning, and uh, you know we beat Melbourne United at home in front of that that old 1999 championship team yeah. with people like Daniel Me and, and Brett Maher and Rupert Sapple there, and and then you know we beat Sydney five days later, and I started to think yeah, this is a pretty good gig. I'm we pretty good at this. Top, being top team, <laughs> so so I, I, I the message for the club and me is it's been pretty consistent all the way along that. You know that, that we were going to wait till after the season, but before any decision was made, and, and I was happy with that. I, you know, I was basically a three-month audition for myself to see if I wanted to do it as well as whether the club wanted us to do it. But yeah, it was always it was always pretty clear that they they wanted me to coach going forward. But then, 
you know, when you get sort of names like Brian Gordon mm. and Trevor Gleeson and, and, you know, legends of the in the coaching ranks being thrown into the mix, you, you know, you, you, you get a little bit nervous, but um, it's all played out nicely and here we are. Scott, congratulations and well-deserved. When you took over um, halfway through the season, what was the main thing that you really had to address with your squad and your and the players? Yeah, good question, mate. It was... Um, it was interesting because we were we were pretty low at that time. We, we'd come off, uh, you know, a game in Tasmania where we scored 59 points. And I, you know, I look back at all the years I've been involved in basketball, and I, I don't think I've ever been involved in a worse game. So, you know, morale was was pretty much at an all-time low. And and you know, when you got three days to to basically try and turn a club around <laughs> before you play your next game, there's there's not a lot you can do. Uh, you know, I tried to simplify a lot of things, but it was about, it was as much about crawling into people's heads and, and you know, making sure that everyone was, you know, was in the right frame of mind. And that, that I guess that took a few weeks, you know, and the play management side of things was really, really important. And, and I brought uh, my assistant coach with, uh, you know, with South Adelaide, Graham Kubank, another past player to the mix, and, and he, he spent a lot of time on that side of things as well. So, you know, we tried to shore up what we did defensively. We tried to run a little bit more and create easier baskets, but it was as much of stuff off the court as it was on the court. Hey, you know what it takes to win championships, done it as a player. What needs to, a little bit of an extension of Greg's question there, what do you think needs to happen to get us back competing for a championship? Is Is it imports? Um, assistant coaches, you mentioned. Oh, look. First and foremost, it's stability. You know, we we've had problems over the last few years. You know, I think we brought in eight eight new players this year alone, Jeez. and you can't you can't just keep doing that. You know, we need to identify, you know, the players that we want to keep. And and Isaac Humphries is is high on the list with that. With me, you know, uh, DJ Vasilovic has signed for three years, which is a great show of faith with the club and. You know, apart, apart from that, we've only got uh, Jason Gaddee, Sunday Detch, and, and Nick Marshall signed. So, you know, I'd like to, you know, I'd like to keep a core group of players from this year, and and then, you know, then have a look at adding a couple of key ingredients. So we we only went with three imports, uh, sorry, with the two imports mm. this year, and, and and not the third. So, you know, all these things, I guess, are conversations we'll have with the club starting tomorrow about, you know, what road we go down. But stability is, is number one thing for me right now. Scotty, prior to you taking over as interim coach, the side was playing garbage basketball and uh, you took over, you steadied the ship. Have you been blown away by the support of the public? Because sold-out venues, even though the boys were, you know, were improving under your uh, leadership. It's, it's been nothing short of astonishing what... Uh, you know what our supporter base has been, and you know even even just walking around and then bumping into people in the streets, there's 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 a buzz about the club, yeah. which which has just been incredible. But yeah, you know, we finished the season off with with eight straight sellouts, you know nine and a half nine and a half thousand people in there, uh, you know every game, and and it's just. You know, I don't take those things for granted. No. You know, the, 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 we've always, as you know, the 36ers have always had great supporters, mm. and 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 but this year has just been, it's just, it's just been amazing, yeah. and uh, um, yeah, that helps us win games. <laughs> we won our last five games at home this year, and and those people play a really large part in that. 
Well, Scotty, on behalf of the Triple M family, wish you all the best over the next Good coming boy, years. Scotty. Get us back in contention for a championship. We're, That's the plan. We're long overdue, so good luck and best wishes. And we're back on board, mate. We're on the bandwagon now. <laughs> jump on, jump on. I already have. Choo-choo. Well done, Scotty. Yeah, buddy, well done. Thanks, guys. There he Scotty is. Ninnis. Adelaide 36's coach, Scotty Ninnis. Hey, welcome back to the 5 o'clock hour. Jazz just giving... Bluey, some instruction on how to talk into the mic or yeah. get prepared no, for the second hour. No, 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 Ben, Ben. What did you tell him then off Greg air? had a golf stick in his hand. <laughs> yeah. Andrew. In the five o'clock news. Andrew. Yeah. Yes, I Greg. know how long Andrew. our opener goes for, <laughs> so I had plenty of time to drop the golf club and put my headphones on. Yeah. No, I think it was good that you told him, Jazz. I need <laughs> yeah. all Focus all hands on the on show, deck. Greg. We've got another hour to go. <laughs> what show? Hey, how good was Scotty Ninnis? <laughs> Very nice. Yes. Up and about. Got the right man, I reckon. Yeah. Just just hearing him there, he sounds hungry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he knows, being at the club, he knows the things that need to change good. to be good, which we're excited about. All the best, about. Scotty. Hey, a big hour coming up as well. We've got a special guest coming in, Jazz. Yes, one of my uh, players down at Port Norlunga, Tom Redden, who mm. uh, is a partner of Daybed Records. Uh, a big day at the club on Saturday, family. Nice day to, to go to the club, which is their big festival, music <laughs> festival. Hang on, yep. what's it called? Cause you I just said nice. Nice day to go to the club. Right. I would have had something. You did say a big day at the club for nice day at the club. The old. uh, (laughs) (laughs) It is going to be a big day at the football club. (laughs) He's coming in. He's got a surprise for you two, Chunky. You like that? All right. He's got something to give to you boys, so please be nice to him. That sounds like a big day at the football club. He's going to (laughs) be. Is this the official (laughs) end of pre season for the Cockney Divers? No, no, it's not. It's a fun race. It's a music festival. Yeah, but we're still in pre season well, mode. Uh, that, not that's, they got a session on Sunday? They will be. Uh, <laughs> they I'll will have to have be. a chat to Tommy about right. it because he didn't train last night, Tommy, oh, but okay. I'll ask him why. He's busy. He's busy, but uh, it's going to be a great day at the club. All right, a big day at the club. It's a nice day to go <laughs> oh to the club. God. It's a great day at the club, big day at the club. Is this the club. Fever it's a, dream? It's the, the weather's going to be nice Woo! at the club too. So why don't we all go to the club anyway. and have a good day mm. at the club? We'll catch up with him after 5.30. bit of footy news lurking around that we need to cover off next. All right. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, I had to wrap him up before he said good day at the club. We've a bad day at the club Fair. again. <laughs> now he's now dancing. He's, I don't know what yeah, he's doing. Tight, that Guernsey. Oh. Go, Molly, Molly, Molly. Just some footy news lurking around. <laughs> mm. Now, Adelaide Crows, obviously, yeah, round one's a few weeks away. Looking forward to uh, seeing how they're tracking. Just some coaching positional changes on game day, chaps. Right. Matty Nix will be coaching down on the boundary line this year. Right. From what I'm hearing. Yep. Uh, upstairs will be Mickey Godden. Mm-hmm. So Matty Nix will be in direct Eyeballing. contact with Matty, uh, young Mickey Godden. Mm-hmm. He did a bit of that last box. year, didn't he? I think Nixie. so. At times. So Nixie's yeah. now going to be just him and Godsey. Does he right. have communication with the other assistant coaches? Yeah, you do. Because you've got yeah. the headpiece but on. they'll be... Okay. Chatting to each other on so game he's day. he's his right-hand man, Mickey Godden. He's become, Good coach. He was my Eagles coach. Yeah, I know that. I Woodville. know. So Nixie down on the boundary, smelling mm-hmm. it like Kenny Hinkley did mm-hmm. last year. Seeing uh, more of that. Goody Simon Goodwin does that. I think we'll see more and more senior coaches. Hinkley, yeah. Coaching they from do. the bottom. Anyway, and while Godsey's with the Adelaide Crows program mm-hmm. on some of the games, Matty Wright will become the Adelaide Crows sample coach. Oh. So Matty Wright's starting, yeah. Is this male? 
This is delving into no, the mail. You know, obviously the Scotty, you know, that, that, was a nice, that was a nice moment to get that right, but oh. I've retired from mail. She's so bringing up this all is the times just, got right in the last This is just some good intel years. regarding the Adelaide Crows, and that's good. So I just thought I'd share that with you. Not bad. Is what you'll start to see some changes around the coaching scene. Greg, right. thanks, Jess. Taryn Thomas. Yes, has been officially sacked by his club, North Melbourne. Um, they've released a statement. Uh, North Melbourne has received notification from the AFL that Taryn Thomas has been found guilty of inappropriate behaviour towards a female. The club accepts the AFL's findings and endorses their sanction, which will see Thomas suspended from AFL football for 18 matches. As a result of that finding and in light of previous indiscretions, the club has informed Thomas that he will no longer be a North Melbourne player. So that is... Uh, as of this afternoon. Yeah. No, good call. Done. Mm, great call. Good mm. stance. Yes. Because he's a highly talented player. Will Absolutely. he get picked up again? I hope not. I think he will. Well. Because he's got mm. a lot of talent, mm. but he needs to turn his life around. Hey, uh, just off the back of Melbourne, uh, the Melbourne stuff with Joel Smith with the positive test game day and then the trafficking uh, allegations as well off the back of that. Yeah. Uh, Max Gorn spoke to Melbourne... Um, Triple M breakfast uh, this morning, and he covered some really good topics, I reckon, and he just put a few things to bed. First of all, we spoke about his stance on Clayton Oliver. I'm starting to turn my opinion on on, on where I sit with Clayton. Um, as a captain, we've had a, a, a tough relationship, but um, I'm starting to get really inspired. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, has gone through some strong mental health stuff. Um, he's been in and around some crossroads. Um, he's, he's stuffed up and he, he's owned up to a lot of those stuffing ups. Um, he's lied to me. He's told the truth. He's, he's done everything he can do in a little period. Um, but ne- you can see how hard he is working to become his best self. Very interesting because yeah. we don't hear a lot about that, no. do we? The honesty no. around the Clayton Oliver very subject, good. but very good from the captain. Yeah. He also spoke about the relationship with Simon Goodwin and some of those allegations we've heard. Um, I know there's a bit going on in that space. Um, if those accusations, I think it was, I think there was something about me and Goody having a beer at the pub. I personally think that's okay to be able to have a beer with your boss. Uh, Goody's one of the better coaches uh, in the game, has got us to top four three years in a row, um, defensively and contest-wise. So there's three assets of games, defence and contest. We've been the best, if not one of the best in the last three years, and that's all down to Goody and um, he's a great friend of mine and he won a flag in the year that they were thinking about it. And he was also asked about the illicit drugs um, issues that they've mm-hmm. had at the club as a general yeah. and, and how they're, I guess, managed and, and the information passed on t- uh, from the AFL. We can only really go off the evidence and we, since I've been a footballer, we've done drug testing. And in the last 10 years, it's turned into hair testing as well. And hair testing is pretty thorough, covers almost the whole 12 months. And we get told each year, if we're above the average or below the average or in and around the average, is there an issue, is there a non-issue? And we haven't been told there's an issue for those 10 years. So Mm. I'm going off those facts. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a a story brewing with Joel that's an investigation, so I can't go off that. Mm. And that's the only thing I have. So Mm. I have hair testing results and I have... uh, Acquisition, whatever the word is, on Joel. That's right. all I have. Hair testing lasts twelve months in your hair. Yes. So you get you can get tested once a year, basically, and it tells you it actually tells you that basically the the times you've done it and mm-hmm. the amounts you've done it. So it's 
it's, it's thorough. It's there. It's thorough, and mm. they haven't had an issue. So all this okay. chat around yeah, right. different clubs. Yeah. So well, you got to believe uh, the big fella because be, he's a no. Nah, he wouldn't he's say he's very honest. He's a wonderful player in person. And if that didn't, if he wouldn't lie. He's not the no. person alive. No, so not, that's no. just information they get yeah. and it's, it's yeah. a non-issue. Okay. So it's right. interesting. Maybe it's just a couple of people that have no. had little uh, mishaps. Yes. Yeah. No, very good. Now, yesterday, um, well, there's a lot of allegations getting thrown around. <laughs> we got some information handed to us and we went with it because we're an honest... What are our pillars, Just Trust, respect, honesty and... <clears throat> Be humble, Jazz. Be humble, yeah. Yeah. And it was incorrect information. Well, no, we're not sure about that. So quickly, set it up, set up, because Tom Basso, our producer, has made these allegations towards Greg Blewett. No, 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 that's not true. Going on a a restaurant in the hills. No, he passed (laughs) on. Tom Basso, our producer, passed passed on some information from someone else about Greg Blewett being down towards the Goolwa area. Goolwa area with a very famous... Commentator Bruce McAvaney. Explain mm. yourself. What and happened? Bruce McAvaney was there, and Greg was eating as well. And mm. well, Bruce mm. was getting a lot of people coming up and said, "Can I get a photo?" Yeah. And, and Bruce, when he went to pay, they said, "Oh, don't worry about it. It's just great having you." And Greg thought he saw Bruce not pay and got all the people the coming up to him. You, I would have and seen Greg, that. Yeah. And Greg thought, "Well, sucked uh, um, up." I'll probably just get the same view, and he had to pay full tote and he sucked up. And he basically cracked it, and he'll never go back to that restaurant no. again. Very fancy you restaurant. You and James Here's a, a little deal? bit of it yesterday. Yeah, this is good. Bruce is there. I can't quite tell who you're with. Obviously, it's like a pecking order when you go to a restaurant, and there are just people lining up for photos and asking Bruce, Bruce for signatures. <laughs> Greg's table. <laughs> and no one even knew who you were. Just cricket. Cricket. Now, Tommy, yeah. you gave me this information from yep. a source of yours. Yes. Have you gone back to, to your source? Yes, there's yep. been some phone calls and we're standing and by it for now. We're standing by it for now. Standing by. So there's been some further developments. There's yes. been apparently, allegedly, I should be saying, allegedly. a text chain that we need to bring to the fore here. What a strong defence of that story. Uh, welcome like, Tom Bassett, well, yeah. producer Tom, of yeah. the Rush Hour. And he looks, sounds very nervous. You and are. I am I'm nervous. Because yeah, you're obviously in a relationship that's <laughs> struggling. This isn't a topic at end. We'll leave my relationship now, issues to one look side, at Greg My lawyer's he, listening. He's not so, happy. Good luck. What's the update? So, a Triple M identity who will remain nameless. <laughs> oh, like a lot. There's some information to oh, me no. that his wife, oh. so it's a he, um, spotted you and Bruce supposedly <laughs> at this. At this supposedly. Gore. I took this information. I took this information in good faith. Um, and pass it on to my good friend, Bernie. Yes. Okay. Friend, I'd You're say. not This friend. sounds like Col- a retraction. Doesn't like you. Colleague. Not um, <laughs> when you questioned, sent information <laughs> on the show. <laughs> rather publicly yesterday. Yes. I oh. went back to my source. Good. And they contacted their wife, right? This is the text exchange. Uh-oh. Okay. Oh, everyone caught mm-hmm. holes in this. Okay, this is the wife who supposedly saw you. <laughs> it did feel like he, as in Bluey, was with a blonde woman. And I just looked up his wife, and she is a brunette. (laughs) Maybe not him. Effing looked like him, though. (laughs) That is the information. Okay, thank you. So So, I think it's in doubt that that happened. Right, okay. It's still not closed. Still not closed. Is there an apology? Is there an apology? 
Because there's um, not too many people that look like Greg Blewett around South Australia. Nah. <laughs> no. So there's a doppelganger out there, Bluey. That's, mm. you know, what are the a chances of that happening? <laughs> Jeez, a doppelganger. that's rare. Um, no, I think we can apologise. I, I okay. apologise, All right. There now, was a lot, of, a lot of mayonnaise added that I didn't look, personally yeah, look, him in the eyes. look him in the eyes. I he's need to know exactly who... Well, it's an off-air personality. The off air. Oh, no. Yeah. It's not Loz. Well, she, she's, 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 she's on air. She's the, <laughs> the face of the station, I'm pretty sure. Oh, Lauren. <laughs> she's a female as well. So yeah. is, <laughs> she's a female. is it someone that works within our team? Jars, did you air. hear what he said? Yes, I did. I can't, male, I can't say. Male off air and you've gone Loz. <laughs> female on air. Is it from someone from another station? That I'm, we know of. It's he, a, he also said the Triple H. show may, it may have involved the Brecky show. That's all I can oh, say. Oh, all Greg. I can say. Jazz. An Jared. off-air person. Jeez. Can you please no, tell us him. the name of the restaurant again? That wasn't Joe. It was mm. the um, Fallopian. <laughs> Fallo- no, uh, the Fallopian. <laughs> they call it, it the Tube. McLaren Vale. <laughs> the Tube. <laughs> Well, I got that wrong. Well, you know what? Apology <laughs> accepted. Oh, thank you, Blue. No, take some, take if, if you make a mistake. Yep. It's the first time they've ever up. got something wrong on the right. rush hour. Okay. Oh, no, think, they accused nah. of something you didn't do. They threw you under the bus, Greg. You, you, guys, do it, you guys do it all the time. I'm used to it. <laughs> I feel like this isn't case closed yet. I need some more information. Oh, I'm with, yeah. with Bird. One, triple, three, five, three. Yes. If, you, if you spotted Greg, Greg. Bullet down the <laughs> Hopefully not with a blonde. With a blonde, <laughs> 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 Now, I saw you frolicking through... Frolicking. Frolicking through your diary. Fra. Yes, I did. Frolicking. Yes. Now, did you find something worthy of playing? I have. You have? I I found a diary that, uh, yeah, well, (laughs) may prick your ears. Have a listen. Prick your ears up? Oh, great. Yeah, and down. (laughs) Prick your ears in. (laughs) Dear diary, this was going to be the best night of my life. The night that I was finally going to ask my darling Marion Wood to be my wife. You see, Dory, I've tried a dozen times to do it before, but for some reason or another, it hasn't happened. One time, I ran over her foot (laughs) when she was getting out of the car for the fancy candlelit dinner. Another time, I got so nervous I drank just a little bit too much. And woke up alone in a restaurant car park. (laughs) So what happens tonight, Dory? The mood is set. She looks absolutely gorgeous. I'm looking like sex on legs myself. (laughs) I've rehearsed it a hundred times. Marion, will you be my wife? Marion, will you be my wife? And... What do I do? I get so nervous, I have a temporary lapse of sanity and say, <laughs> Sharon, will you be my wife? Um, there was a deathly silence, <laughs> followed by Marion asking, Who the hell is Sharon? <laughs> Didn't matter. What I said after that, I just dug myself deeper and deeper into trouble. So, Dory, I'm in the pool again. And the forest is going to get another hundred bucks out of my pocket for these red roses. <laughs> Maybe next time I'll get it right. Good night, Dory. Good night, Marion. <laughs> oh, good night, night, Sharon. Sharon. <laughs> you do talk about Sharon a lot. Did <laughs> she said yes? Sharon. 
chaps. I've got one of my star players live in the studio, <laughs> yeah. Tom Redden from the Port Norlunga Football Club. Now, he's uh, a part owner of Daybed Records. Yes. Which is now bringing in the second edition of the big music festival down at Port Norlunga wow. Footy Club. Going this again. Saturday. Right. Yeah. Uh, nice day to go to the club. I welcome you, Tom Redden. Thanks for having me. Now, Appreciate this is it. our second edition. Yes. Last year, obviously, the first time we did the music festival. Explain yeah. to the uh, family out there... The second edition, and uh, it's uh, it's all about punk and garage rock. It is, which was a thriving scene back in the nineties. But you were probably about sixty five then. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> so, yeah, I like this. It stuff. was yeah. that was a scene that was thriving back in the day. So um, we thought there wasn't much of a music scene down there now, and mm. a few of our friends were in bands. We thought let's get it back going. Daybed Records. So you're actually in control of organising these bands. How do you get bands to come? Mm. And mm. what what do you need to organise? You need well, you need a fence around the outside, stages, security, Alcohol. Yeah. The list could go on and on. I'm <laughs> yeah. not sure how long this segment is, but the in terms of bands, I mean the local bands we're all friends with them, so we play in bands ourselves. So we just text them. But the bigger bands has been a whole new experience. With who booking, are they? Booking agents and stuff like yeah. that. The bigger bands. Yeah, who you got? Well, I've got a bit of a list to see if you could remember the, any yeah. of the bands. I've oh, got, oh, oh, yeah, oh, you okay. give us a couple, Jazz. Yeah, I love my music. Well, yeah, give us a couple. Jazz oh. always gets a bit of a kick out of the bands that we book. He thinks their names are pretty funny. So <laughs> I'm going to list off a few and I'll see okay. if Jazz can remember yeah. any of them. Right. We've got, he needs to guess if two of these bands are yeah. coming along with right. us. So oh, okay. We've like got this. the Stiff Richards. <laughs> Ooh. The, uh, the bearded clams. Yeah. The weathered heads. <laughs> That's Charles's band. Pissed idiots. Yeah. I saw them. That's us. The thick we did. I saw the pissed idiots yeah. on the flyer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I saw a couple last night. <laughs> uh, the next one's thick lips. Yeah. And the last one is the Test Eagles. The oh, Eagles. Test Eagles. So I, okay. There's only two of those bands yeah. playing. Right. I just need you to know. Oh, which, no. I need you to guess which ones are playing. The pissed idiots. So that's one. You can, yeah. 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 Um, and the other definitely one. Definitely not the test no. Bearded clams no. I'm going with. Yeah. They played last year, so. Oh, I'm going to go. <laughs> is it you the, heard of them? The fat lips. No, thick lips. It well, was. Thick so lips. They, they are not just, playing. We'll just try and remember any you said. <laughs> um, test oh, Eagles. I said that. Incorrect. Oh. I'll, I'll give you the answer. The, the other band that's playing on the day is the Stiff Richards. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. oh so, Stiff Richards. Um, nice. I can give Clever you the, the Mark Kane are playing. Uh, Bad Dreams are playing. Bad, Bad Dreams, Dreams are they're, they're a great they're South back. Australian band, which are back. Yeah. And I could give you the full lineup if you like, but there's a bunch of local bands like Ethanol Blend are playing. Yeah. We've got Blush. Bend, who are a twelve year, they're twelve years old from the mid coast, <laughs> playing they, their first gig ever. So, it's that. So, and, and one of them, Jake, plays in the junior cults. At Does he? There you so. go. Beautiful. Yeah. Is Jars there with his glow stick and yeah. all that? Yeah, yeah. glow stick. I think. Vis. <laughs> Is that what you do? When was yeah. the last time you went to a garage? No. Yeah, no. headband. Oh. I okay. think Giles will get the whiteboard out with a few band names on and give a few structures and where they can set up on the stage. Get a, couple, get a sweeper in there. With a whistle. Yeah. <laughs> Back help roll. Push up. Sweeper, I reckon, now, in, sweeper. In, in the toilets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're Tommy Redden from the Port Norlunga Footy Club. Big day at the air, football club on Saturday. Nice day to go to the club. You can get your tickets at Daybed Records. you got a gift for my uh, boys here. Bernie I do. Greg. I really appreciate Whoa. you lads having me on. Do you? Um, 
I do. Um, all right. They're all right. Now get, yeah, okay. We do have some merch available on the day. Um, yeah. We got some footy guernseys made. Yeah. Especially for the festival. So it's got the, the artwork awesome. on the front. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. And uh, the lineup on the back with the number 24 for the year. Brilliant. So, oh, that's great. As a thank you from Daybed Records, um, that's run by myself and Jack Stokes. Well done, Jackie boy. Oh, awesome. Um, thanks. Very thanks, great. Tom. Thank thanks, you very much. The cockle okay. diver. <laughs> Just another shout-out for the listeners if, where they can get tickets. Daybedrecords.com, 85 bucks. Done. So it's a, it's a cheat Gee, day. Yeah. Pretty, <laughs> mate. Well done. Well thanks. done, Tom. Really Very appreciate you having me. Good luck like this year too. Yeah. Yes. yes. Hearing yes. good things about the cockle divers. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> from the coast. Stop it. We are. LMAC Cleaning Services. <laughs> Industry leaders for all industrial and commercial cleaning requirements. Call 1-800-4-LMAC. Here comes It's time now for Bernie Vince's Final Facts. What was that? Sorry. <laughs> do you like your jumpers? <laughs> what was that? Do you like your jumpers? Yes, Love I do. My superstar. Yep. Love them. They yep. fit us well, don't yep. they, Greg? Festival on Saturday down at the Port Norlunga Footy Club. Yep. Nice day to go to the club. Tickets still available at Daybed Records. Yep. Yeah, and Quite they're in. all XLs. And Jars, yours looks... No, well, it's yours? a bit tight around the <laughs> breast area. They got stuck in the dryer. <laughs> breast area. My breast, I've got a bit of fluid retention issue there. Just in your breast. <laughs> but you guys look fantastic Thank in you. these jumpers. Thank you. Thank you. 60 yep. bucks a pop, they'll sell them as they're Yep. What's the date today, Jazz? It's the 22nd, Burn. It's the 22nd, Burn. <laughs> 22nd He doesn't of get a point for that. No. That's, that's just a... Just well seeing if he's... It's okay. an encouragement. Well, I've got to keep him engaged because he's... No, uh, he I'll, drifts I'll, off I'll and mean, he writes stuff mean, down. I'm in. I'm zoned in. Starts texting. I'm in the Looks tunnel. Looks like it's shrunk throughout the show, that game. <laughs> How's it done that? <laughs> Is that the warmth from his body? <laughs> just like a dryer. <laughs> the the white, the white stripes, like right in the middle too. How come your white stripes double the size? Nineteen ninety-seven. Yes. Nineteen ninety-seven. Good year. Yeah. Good year for the crows. Yeah. Um, on the twenty-second of Feb, nineteen ninety-seven, the first ever cloned mammal. Ooh. What happened? A much sheep. Yeah. Ma- wa- no. Whale. A <laughs> muck, <laughs> <laughs> A whale. Sheep. I have to accept your first answer, and that was a muck, 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 muck. <laughs> So that was a no. A it whale. was a sheep. That wasn't a question. That wasn't my question, by the way. Oh. You're throwing it out. What was the sheep's name? Oh. Uh, there it is. <laughs> there she like, is. What yeah, do you it mean? Was a what's the sheep's it was name? Like, it was a very uh, famous yeah. sheep. Uh, it was like Zoe or uh, something. Yes. Like that. Uh, Close. Cindy. Uh, Chloe. Uh, no. Cindy. Zoe. D. Uh, Daisy. Debbie. Four. No. Would you say? Desiree. It's got a couple of L's in it. Dolly. Dolly! <laughs> Dolly the sheep was cloned. Is it still with us? Seven. No, it's not, no longer with us. No. How long do sheep? Oh, like before they get that. Before Dolly. they, if they're cloned? No, if they would just, just let eight go. Eight to ten years? Oh, That's their yeah. lifespan, yeah. eight to ten years. Poor little love. Jeez, <laughs> got to make the most of it. You can't waste any jars. <laughs> 2003. <laughs> 2003. Yes, Greg. Come on, I've got to go. Uh, Greg, this is a question for you. You better yeah. get this one right. Come on, White Tooth. Right. Shoei Bakta, yes. on this day, 2003, bowled the fastest ever ball in cricket history. Now, don't yell anything out. I need to know nearest to pin the fastest ball either in miles per hour or kilometres per hour. One guess each, nearest to pin. Oh, I've got to go first. 
Um, no, because he's he's the cricket expert. Yeah, you, you go, go first. first. 157 kilometres an hour. No. No. It was over 160. No. Yep. So I'll go um, 162.6. So it's somewhere in between that. I'll give you one more guess. Remember, it was over 100 miles per hour, Jazz. So how many kilometres is 100 miles per oh, hour? It'd have to be. <laughs> it'd have to be at least. <laughs> It's 1.6 times. So. It was 163 kilometres an hour. No, no. Oh, no, he's gone up. <laughs> he said 162 point something. <laughs> I said it's lower. <laughs> and you've got 160. Anyway, it was the closest two. Yeah, and I've no, already no, won okay. it. I'll give you 161.7. Yeah. Yeah, and what was Very it? Very close. 161.3 oh, or 100.2 miles per hour. I would have said about 101.2 miles per hour. <laughs> 101.2 piles. Did you say a number? Piles of crap <laughs> coming out of your mouth. Come on. Oh. Sean Tate got close. Yes. Tate, uh, as well. Gold Rover 160. Uh, but 1990. Oh, here we go. The number one song in Australia. I don't want to know the name of it because what? it's a very um, catchy, 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 oh, yes, name. <laughs> very catchy song. Oh, right. I want to know the artist. Mm. And you'll also find this instrument or this pair of instruments on a dining table as well, Greg, just for a little clue. Let's talk about sex. Song Pepper. Oh, how did he get that? How did he get that? Studio. Go and get him waxed, Josh. How did you hear that, Greg? No, the, the, the clue. The clue helped. Yeah. Right. Stop yeah. giving away clues. <laughs> well, you got it as well. Oh, yeah, you flute that. Just because you got no clue. <laughs> <laughs> See you tomorrow, family yeah. from Albany. Yeah, you're, you're made. Yeah, no clue. <laughs>